0: What the fuck? Hey, yo, you bet? You bet? Big big hey, what you talking, what about? What you talking hey, about? You still ain't gonna die. Hey, hey. Hello. Hello? Hello? Yo, yo, yo. You back. Hello! New York is fucking back! Hello? Hello? Hello. Yeah no, no. It's your boy, who? Sam John, the motherfucking man, myth, legend, the genius, whatever you want to call me. I'm here. I'm that guy. I'm here back once again with another most New York podcast ever. Motherfucker. Drop my bombs on the dog. Drop my bombs on the dog. So, your boy is back. Like I told you last episode, I'm gonna be back in two weeks with a little special edition episode, quick, a quick one-off, and it's gonna be the top ten diss songs in hip hop history. Um, I, I limited it to like the '90s and on, really, because all the things that happened in the '80s, I really wasn't around for, and. If it happened in the 80s, my thing is The Bridge Is Over is the best rap diss song from that time easily and one of the best top five, top ten diss songs of all time as well. Just for the time that it came out, the impact it had, how much of a game changer it was from then till now, the the disrespectfulness and the wittiness and the bars, niggas be still using a lot of them bars. KRS was saying in that shit, so I definitely just got to give that a quick shout out before I really get into this shit. And um, also, real quick, um, after this episode, we should have another. I, I'm saying we. It's me. Uh, there should be another episode, though, coming out two weeks after this one. Um, if not, then I was probably doing something else with my time that I was enjoying more than um, going in and recording the podcast in the middle of the day, which isn't really a bad thing to do because I like to share my opinions and people like to uh, get my thoughts on shit, but I'm just saying. Anyways... Back to the topic at hand, the top 10 best hip hop slash rap diss songs of all time. Now with this list, um, it's a very uh, particular list where, um, I have like two versions of it or yeah, two versions of it. One version is The best diss no matter what like time place no matter what all that shit that don't matter you hear the song it's a good diss right Um, or a good song I should say and then the other one includes the impact the timing and all that shit all right so the first one I'm gonna give is just uh, the good song list and then I'll give the good uh, with the impact and all that list all right and just so y'all know, man, I really, I really listened to a lot of diss songs. Like, I listened to like 40, 50 diss songs to come up with this list. Um, It, shit, it was a lot of listening. And a lot of them, when, uh, you, you know, when you originally think about them, they're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a diss. But then when you actually listen to it, it's like, oh, this is really just a good song. This isn't, this isn't necessarily a diss. Like, it, <laughs> this isn't a diss, dog. But anyways, my top 10 best diss songs as just songs. Um, this is a difficult list because my ass just realized I didn't put this down uh, 1 through 10 for either of them. I just know uh, generally what I think is the best and all that. So I think uh, I might have to take a break real quick to come up with that list. Shit. All right, man. Like I said, I'm back with my fucking list. And here we are. Like I said, the best diss songs that are songs and the best diss songs as disses. Now, I'ma throw contingencies when I say some of these because other things weighed into it. Obviously, time has gone by since a lot of these dropped. We know how a lot of these re- ended. We know where a lot of these careers went and all that shit. But I just wanna say, I hope this list makes you mad. <laughs> all right, so I'ma start off with the best bestest songs as songs. And I'm going to start from 10, work my way down to number 1. On how it is on my notepad, it goes from 1 to 10, because they don't descend the numbers for whatever reason. I'm not working through that. Anyways, so my number 10, this song as a song. It's Ja Rule, Clap Back. Now, I know a lot of people are probably like, Ja Rule, Clap Back. Yeah, just think about it How many times have you heard either that song or that beat, Places? Because it's a great fucking beat, first off Second off This nigga waits like a minute and 12 seconds before he even starts the hook The The whole first minute is just him talking shit Shouting people out and shit Like, like a Tupac diss, which we'll get into that later um, but, yeah, as a diss song, uh, it's really just a bunch of empty threats and, like, uh, hype music, really. So, as a diss song, eh, as a song, it's pretty good. My number nine song is Lauren Hill, Lost Ones. Now, a lot of people might not know, I, I mean... I hope a lot of y'all that listen to this uh, are such hip-hop heads that you know, like, hey, Lost Ones was a wide-clef disc from Lauren Hill. If you don't know, now you know. Shout-out, Biggie. Um, but yeah, Lost Ones is, is really, first off, a great song. Great start to... One of the most classic albums in hip-hop history Hip-hop R&B history, really Because it wasn't just a, a single genre album First off Second off Just how ruthless she is It's literally three, four verses Five minutes of her going off on this nigga Just like, yo, you really ain't shit You really thought you were the one But you just a lost one like, And you lost one like uh, The way that she just flips it is so dope It's really just dope And Lauren Hill, one of the greatest artists that we have in our time She actually had one uh, She had What was the song on the Queen and Slim soundtrack Guarding the Sun Or something like that Whatever it is, that song is great I used to play that shit all the time I still play it too, actually It's pretty, it's mad intense though um, Mad dramatic, I should say Anyways, my number eight, I hope this one causes a fuss. I hope if you're listening to this in your car, or if you're listening to this with your friend, your girl, your mans, whatever it is, I hope you guys look at each other like, what the fuck is he talking about? My number eight, best diss song as a song? Nicki Minaj, No Frauds. Where's, where the fuck? Right? Oh, I got crickets. Okay, no, i sorry. Fuck so, look, 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 look. Let me explain this to you. I was listening to Sheetha and this, obviously. So, all, all of these were a part of my list. And I'm listening to Sheetha. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this straight-up diss bars. Like, how could I forget? But it's really just some diss bars. All these bars kind of really aged weekly. Then No Frauds came on ath- a- afterwards. And shit, that shit go off. Like, that beat is dope. It's an original beat too. Second off, Nikki's verse is fire. Like, that verse is tough. One of the best verses that we heard in the mile. Like, we haven't heard a verse like that from her in a while. Third, after Nikki's verse, Drake and Lil Wayne are literally just rapping. Like, they just they're just making it a good song. And all together. Formulaically, all three verses with the hook, all that, great song, honestly. Like, I don't wanna, frauds. I don't wanna, drama with the, thought. what? That shit was catchy as hell. That was a water break. Um, But yeah, No Frauds is my number eight, this song as a song. My number seven, Shit, this one might uh, stir ruckus too (laughs) I got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, Dre Day Or F with Dre Day Now look, this is another one where people are gonna be like Man, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But like I said, I listened to 40 to 50 fucking diss songs To make both of these fucking lists. I said lists Lists And Let me tell you When you When you get told About the N.W.A. E.Z.E. e Dr. Dre Ice Cube whole Diss uh, Beef Shit That was going on With all of them Everyone always talks about Dre Day Was so tough And you know Like My My Recollection Of F with Dre Day Was like This shit is tough As a motherfucker but when i listen to it again it's really just two niggas making random ass accusations like they all they they don't even sound believable it sounds like you just make it up shit that's what it really sounds like and like as a diss it's weak if we're being real as a diss it is fucking weak but as a song great fucking song which is where i think a lot of these disc records get a lot more boost and play and a lot more props because they're great fucking songs but they're not good disc records and a lot of people do not know or cannot even recognize the difference between the motherfucking two and that's why i think like i said that's why i think a lot of these records they they get ranked higher or we hold them higher in higher regard uh, just because they're good songs. Like, I guess if you want to go, yeah, the impact and the timing and all that, like, Dre Day could still be in top 10, but we'll get to that. Number five. Oh, my fault. Number six. Number five and six are really interchangeable, but I think number six is more appropriate for this. I have 50 Cent Back Down slash I Smell Pussy. Now, my whole life, I treated these two songs like real, real diss records. Like, Back Down is like. I don't even feel like Back Down's a diss record. It feels more like a, a, a. Like. Almost. Almost he's getting ready for the victory lap. It's like he's. It's in between rounds. It's the intermission between rounds and 50 knows he just won the last six and he's going for a knockout in the seventh round That's what back down sounds like to me and I smell pussy outside of him saying everybody's name. It's literally not a diss song Uh, Like unless they're personifying these niggas as women This is not a diss song. It sounds like a real love song like it's a lot more lovey than I than I remember like, the yayo and Banks verse is what does it, really. And then 50 got the last verse, and he, like, 50's a songwriter, like, at the end of the day. So 50's going round the shit out, uh, round the shit up, wait, round the shit up, summarize it, you know, put, it, put, put the pieces all together so it sounds all nice and cohesive all together. But I Smell Pussy really is not a diss record like that. And back down is it's not as heavy as 50's other disses. Like not rich still lying, which is one of the greatest like 50 cent diss records of all time. Just cause like my nigga was really comedic gold on there. But yeah, back down, like I said, just really like a victory lap no real shots like that. Bow 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 like that, nah. Um <clears throat> number five, I have Young Yan Ace and all them homies f- down in Florida. Who I smoke bee who I smoke geechi who I smoke Lee Whatever he says. Whatever they say I should say. Cause it's like four it's like three, four people on there. But um yeah, Young Ya Ace who I smoke. This might be recency bias, but when this song came out, even after knowing that it was like, oh, this is about people that we've really ran down on or people I know really ran down on, I still played it a lot. I still be saying who I smoke. I still be doing that shit. Like, it has not changed. It hasn't slowed up. Like, this is, it is pretty much like what I do at this point. Nah, (laughs) I'm joking. But... Nah, Who I Smoke is one of the catchier uh, songs, especially because of that hook. That hook is fucking catchy as shit that they did on there. And that is why that's number five for me. And if you want to fight about it, you, I mean, I guess slide in my DM, mention me on Twitter, whenever you see me in person, tell me about it or whatever. I don't, truthfully, I don't care. Um, Unless you going to also listen to 50 diss songs and come back to me, then, like, I really don't care. Number four, LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out. Oh, my God. Is this not the most blasphemous list you ever heard so far? I'm naming every every one of your favorite diss records, or every one of uh, the culture's diss records. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't give a fuck. Because Mama Said Knock You Out is not a diss record to cannabis, all right? It is. It's supposed to be, but it's just a good song. What the? Like, oh man, I don't even. It's. I feel like this song in particular, I was lied to about the whole fucking time I've been alive, like. I've been told it's one of the best disc records ever. That's how they always talk about it. But let me tell you, it's one of the most overrated motherfucking disc records of all fucking time. All time. Even if you look at the context of why he did it, he did it because Cannabis said, yo, let me borrow the mic on your arm and I'ma kill it too and give it back to your arm because you were the GOAT at that time. So let me borrow your mic I think I'm good too. I'm clearly getting your cosign because I'm on your song. So you think I'm good too. So yeah, I'ma take the mic and borrow it and I'm put it back real quick. Like, you know, you got the you got the golden mic pause. And uh, LL took that the wrong way. So yeah, that's that's that one. I just think that's uh, pretty hilarious. Um Number eight or three, I should say. Um, number three, Jay Z. Takeover, breaks over, nigga. God MC, me Jehovah. Now look, if you ask me, I I'm putting this number one on both sides. All right, all right, maybe not on both sides, but I'm probably putting this number one as the best this song as a song. Because it, I, I play this song all the time Like I don't matter what I'm doing I could be cruising with my With, with my mom to church I, <laughs> I don't know the last time <laughs> I don't know the last time I was with my mom driving to church But that's the example I went with <laughs> Um I could be in a workout. I could be just walking around the mall or some shit. If TakeOver comes on, I'm going to leave it on and I'm going to rap the shit just because it is good just to listen to. Not even just as a diss song, just as a song. It's great to fucking listen to. And we'll get back to that later. I'm going to let you know. That's on the other side as well. But we'll get back to why it's on the other side later on. Um, Number nine. Or number two. See, I keep saying number nine because that's what's written here. Anyways, number two, I have 50 cent piggy bank. Click it, clank, click dee clank. Money goes into my piggy bank. This nigga, yo, come on, man. That's catchy as fuck. <laughs> yo, come on. This nigga was yo. I get you. Come yo, this nigga was literally he could not miss impossible completely improbable for him to miss because what this thing was going crazy yo and uh, yeah i mean well uh actually we probably won't get back to it um actually yeah 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat for for the other side so yeah we'll get back to it on the other side anyways but um shoot where'd my list go scroll back down my number one this song as a song is easy e real motherfucking g's now if you are shaking your head if you're saying i'm bugging just do me a favor put on real motherfucking g's before you even hear any words just try to tell me i'm wrong I'll wait. Now, after that, I just want to let you know that this is so good as a fucking song. (laughs) Yo, it's actually crazy. Oh, let me just throw that... Let let me add this in here real quick. Um, There's a bunch of uh, diss songs that I'm going to touch upon after I give out my last... my, My next top 10. Um... After that, I'm going to touch upon some other diss songs, like I just said, just to just because I know they're on other people's minds. I know I've been hit up about them. I know I just want to talk about them in general because I've heard them over again. And it's been some time since I originally listened to them. So I definitely want to get into those. Um, I just wanted to say that real quick. But Real Motherfucking Gs, um, one of the greatest songs probably easy one of easy's best songs it is pouring out right now this is crazy um, one of easy's best songs honestly um I have nothing bad to really say like that <clears throat> that is my top 10 best diss songs as songs now my best my favorite My top 10 best disses. Now, I'm going to have some wild ones in here. I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to have some crazy ordering. And I'm going to let you know, I don't care what you think. This is just to make you think, stir up a conversation. My number 10 best diss Jadakiss. Checkmate. A.K.A. the Animal Freestyle. Now... If you, if I honestly, if you hear this one and you're like, what? You are a gosh darn fool, all right? I don't even talk like that. I really had to force that one out. But this you is. You did it, baby. Congratulations, homie. You made history. 1.1 million in a short week. <laughs> we screw a press conference. Press this on your conscience. D block. Cheers! Yeah! Oh, shit. I ain't mad. I don't want to sound mad. I feel marvelous. You kidding me? d double R. Fucking fat. Hill, it's like you don't you won't win. You don't even feel comfortable in your own skin i wrap my ass off I'm Fighting a champ with the glass jaw At the Garden of Nassau uh-huh. See me, couple hood niggas behind stars I heard you put a couple good niggas behind bars Three. I might never sell that much you could bet your last two quarters i never tell that much uh-huh. Hit your kiss not come out swinging It's like going to see 50 at a show And he don't come out singing come Yeah, you got a felony, but you ain't a predicate uh-huh. Never the king in New York, you live in Connecticut, Connecticut. You man what what how are you the king of New York nigga you live in Connecticut come on yo that's tough bro that's fucking tough my nigga Let's, whatever yo if you disagree with this being on a top 10 list I literally first off this is the most New York fucking podcast ever second off you probably from New York if you heard this And if you're not, you get a pass. But if you're from New York and you heard this, and you disagree, nah, man, fuck you. I'm joking. It's not fuck you. It's not that serious. But for real, you bugging out. I'm going to be dead ass with you. You bugging out. Tripping. Anyways, that was number 10. Number nine, I have Cameron. You got to love it. I I don't know if a lot of people are going to remember this one, but this is when... um, Cam said, how is the king of New York wearing open-toed sandals with jeans on? How are you the king of New York with chocolates on? Now, this is all before the song even actually starts. Hilarious. And then it goes into all valid allegations and, um, all valid allegations, accusations, and questions for Jay-Z. Like why'd you stab Hoon Why'd you do this Why'd you do that You stole the record label from Dame You stole Kanye from Dame And Dame was the nigga that Really believed in him You didn't believe on him uh, uh, uh. He was literally like all That Rockefeller shit Cause he was really there for the shits He was really airing it out on there And it's 7 minutes long And it is highly entertaining All 7 minutes still all, uh, all seven minutes of the song, it's highly entertaining. This nigga is literally, it's bars and jokes the whole time. How could you be mad? Now, number eight. I said, Mama Said Knock You Out was the number four best song as a diss. Number eight, I have Cannabis, second round knockout, as one of the best disses. Now, Uh, maybe people might think that's blasphemy, but if you actually listen to Second Round Knockout, this nigga cannabis really was going off. He was not taking LL shit, like, he was really rapping to him. I was rocking with it. I think it's like a four-minute song if I'm going off the top of my head, but once it hits like 258, he says he'll eat the nigga's ass. Hey, yo, what the fuck? You good? And, like, I know back then that meant, like, yo, I'ma fuck you up type shit. But let me let you know, in 2022, the way that aged, terribly. Fucking terribly. Oh, yeah, and let me just go back real quick. So, Jada Kiss being on the top 10, he he was only involved with the 50 Cent Ja Rule beef because he had uh, New York with uh, 100, 100 Clips with Ja Rule. So him and fucking Fat Joe ended up in the beef. So that's why that ended up on there, because he really ain't really care about 50 like that or care to diss him. But since he had to because he came at him, that's what he did. Fire. Cameron. I kind of just touched upon it. You know, Rockefeller broke up. Jay was trying to uh, sabotage the Dipset name and all that, I think. Uh, And Cam wasn't with the shits. Cam, Cam wasn't rocking with him like that. He just finished contract, went indie after that. This was when he was indie when he was dropping this. Um, so that, that, that's just some context for the timing. And for Cannabis, second round knockout. Obviously, that's after Mama said, Knock You Out. Um, like I said before when I was talking about that song, Cannabis said that he wanted to borrow the mic on LL's arm on 4321. Um, Meth Men and Red Man's also on that song. And LL didn't take it the, uh, the right way, and took it to heart, which is whatever. Number seven, fuck Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? I know you ain't talking about- Yes, it's Nas Ether, number seven. Now, it might sound blasphemous. This used to be my favorite diss song. And how'd it end up as number seven? Easily. I grew up, and I've heard better diss songs. And I found out more about other diss songs. And then other diss songs aged better and had more of an impact on whatever or whoever, whomever they were talking, it, talking to or directing it towards. Ether, at that time, in, in the two, 2001, 2002? Damn. Young eight-year-old me, we, I was like, yeah, this beat's tough. Yeah, me at 28? Nah, it's way different. Way different. Um... It's cool. It's not a bad beat. Uh but it's after five minutes, you get kind of bored of that shit. Um also, why it's number seven is because it's it's just a lot of gay jokes. He calls them cockafella Records. Um it's just mad gay jokes It's just not even like uh, It's not even like meaningful de- disses It's just a lot of empty shit Besides that second verse That second verse is fire That second verse Almost got this into the top 10 I mean top 5 Cause that verse on it's own Undeniable he all, That's him really speaking all the facts About Jay and him And their relationship or whatever So that second verse Undeniable fire But it as a whole, as a diss, number seven. Number six. Now this one. I was going to put it number five just out of respect. But I just feel such a strong way. You know what? I can't even do that to my nigga. I can't even do that. I can't even commit to this. Let me, all right, look, as I... As I'm talking to y'all, I'm quite literally making a change to to my list because I just couldn't go through with this disrespect. Um, It was really unacceptable. Uh, (laughs) You'll see in a minute. So my number six diss is Drake Back to Back. I learned the game from William Wesley, you can never test (laughs) me. Yo, this song, easily the nicest diss record. So polite, so kind. And that's what makes it so fucking good. Because, like, my nigga is not making no threats. He's not saying he's going to kill you. He's going to have people pull up. None of that. All he is saying is all facts. And I don't know about y'all, but I remember this summer when this happened. And my thought was, this was that the charged up great warning shot. A literal warning shot was charged up. He wasn't even saying too much. He was just like, all right, yo, I hear you want to try to take me down. I'm just going to let you know. It might not go the way you thought. That was charged up. Then Dreek dropped the uh, Undertaker shit. Uh, I want to know. That was ass. And, like, during this whole summer... All you saw was Meek Mill posting about, yo, I'm on a world tour, I'm on a world tour, yo, we overseas, we doing this, we doing that. I dropped my phone. We doing this, we doing that. Meanwhile, he was was opening up for Nicki. He was the last person to open before Nicki. So Nikki's the headliner. You're just a you're you're just a, the name below her name on the shits. So you're not even the co-headliner. She's the headliner by herself. So at that time he's saying he's on a world tour, world tour, world tour. And then back to back Now, is that a world tour or your girl's tour? That's not what she meant when she said to open up more. What? Damn, man open up for come on man yo she wasn't talking about come open up my shows it was like no come open up and tell me about yourself and he ain't get that and do you know what type of nigga you gotta be to just be dissing somebody and to completely ignore them and just be like hey girl I just wanna let you know if you do wife him up, which is hilarious to say that she's wifing him up. If you do wife him up, make sure you hit him with a prenup because you're doing that much better than him. What type of disrespect is this? Now, if that was me, I don't know if I would do another song with Drake. But as we know, Going Bad came out. So that's that Honestly I just, While we're still talking about the Drake diss uh, Actually we'll get back to Two birds one stone later on My number five <clears throat> Truthfully I don't care if you disagree With this one cause I'ma just gonna say A bunch of shit that I feel like is undeniable Here and it's number five Is Tupac hit him up What Nigga listen why do you have Tupac higher than that? Why do you have hit him up higher than that? Because he said... Because he said, I'm a... I, I fucked your... That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. That's why? Because he starts off... First off, fuck your bitch, and the click you claim. West side, and we ride. Niggas equipped with aim. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. Like, is that why? Because if that's so... I would have had it number two maybe number one but the thing here is with a lot of these fucking diss songs there's more there's more all right Tupac got like two three verses on this all the Tupac parts fire and then the outlaws come and get out the way, yo, get out the way, yo. Biggie Smalls just got shot. That that line, iconic. Anything else said in that verse? Actually, that verse is also cool. Anything said on the, like, two, three verses afterwards brings down this fucking diss. Because you know these niggas that are going in at the park, they all don't have no problem with these niggas They are literally just here To amp up Pac and his diss That's literally it And like it's, uh, that uh, It's overrated Tupac and him up Is low-key overrated If we're just talking about the Tupac parts It is not overrated at all It deserves to be exactly wherever The fuck you want it to be higher Alright but, if we're talking about this as a whole, which is what this list is, listen to everything as wholes, and the context and all that, like, yeah, the context is what kept it in the top five. The fact that, yeah, he really did have sex with Faith, we suppose, we actually really don't know. Um, the fact that this came up after the whole who shot your shit and all that, yeah, this deserves to be top five no matter what but to be number one nah i'm not doing it y'all can do it on your own list not mine though anyways number four easy eat real motherfucking g's i said it before man it's a great fucking song great song now besides that this nigga literally just spits facts for four to five minutes. And the people that feature on this song don't even fuck it up. They don't fuck it up, which is great. Unlike the fucking outlaws. But yeah, real motherfucking Gs. This nigga is really like, yo, you dropped Dre Day, but Dre Day just made Easy's Paid Day. Nigga. nigga you know how mad I'd be thinking yo yeah I'm dissing this nigga I'm off his label what the fuck you gonna get from me and low key the way he set up the contract he's still making money off my my music for the next 5 to 10 years like I dissed you and now you're making money off of your diss song fuck I fucked this up just based off of that and Dre Day when I listen back to it not being a good diss uh, easily number four number three <sighs> Jay-Z Takeover it just tell me at which point did he lie I'm just curious I sold what your whole album sold in my first week facts he he definitely did that to Mob Deep all the nah shit, we all know at this point, most of it was true. And then just the way he broke down the business, like, yo, yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. And, I, and you ain't get a corn, dog. You was getting fucked in. I know who I pay, God. Searchlight Publishing. Use your brain. You said you've been in this 10, I've been in this 5. Smart enough, nice Four albums in 10 years, nigga. I can divide. That's one. Let's say two. Two of them shits was due. One was down. Nah, the other was Illmatic. That's a one-hot album every 10-year average, and that's so lame. The whole lame. It brings down the song. Let me tell you that. But he is just spitting such real ass facts that. I literally don't care. I let it rock. I just let it add to the fucking whole experience of the song. but yeah, nah. the way this man broke down like, nah, dog, you ain't get paid. MC Search had you in a fucked up deal. So Search got paid for the publishing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, at that time, in 2001 also, it was literally like people did not think it was written was a classic like we do the, today. Or aged greatly. At that time, it was okay. Elmatic was was fire. Um, I Am wasn't even looked at as good, which... I Am is a good album. Uh, which one? Uh, Nasha Damis was... Yeah, Nasha Damis is exactly what Jay-Z said. Very uh, mediocre at best. But the first three, very definitely aged great. Um... I am definitely not due. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, nah. At that time, yo, this was tough. This was tough. Number two. Hmm. I really want to make it number one. But I'm not making it number one because I'm cheating on number one. So, number two is the game 300 bars and running. And personally, I think it's the best disc record of all time. It's my personal number one, for sure. Because if I say this all the time, oh, game ended G Unit, and niggas is like, no, he didn't. I'm like, okay. Because you think G Unit and you think 50. Yeah, who the fuck was stopping a man that sold 1.1 million in four days? Exactly. Fucking nobody. But let me tell you this the game left G Unit Records and uh, at the math and was on his own. Doctor's Advocate did 300,000 first week. LAX did 300,000 first week or 200,000 first week. The Red Album did 100,000 first week, 200,000 first week. Jesus Peace did like 80,000 to 100,000 first week. The Documentary 2 did 80,000 first week. 2.5 did 60,000. Those are, like, his... These are off the top of the head of me just remembering, like, shit that I said, saw. Lloyd Banks' the second album, I think, did... Uh, the um, Rotten Apple, I think it did, like, 124 or something like that first week. Buck's second album, Buck the World... Did like 80 to 100,000 first week. And Tony Ayo, Thoughts of a Predicate Felon, I think, did like 143 to 200,000 first week. All good numbers, but when you think about what, especially Banks and, because only put out one album, especially what Banks and Buck did at first, they did like 400, 300,000 their first weeks. So to drop off that much, and then their third albums, I don't even know if Buck dropped a third album with G Unit, And then Banks' third album, Hunger for More 2, came out four or five years later with Beamer Benza Bentley and debuted at 41 on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, Hot 200. On the Billboard 200. The Hot 100 is for singles. The Billboard 200. Oh, but Banks is still around now rapping. Yeah, both him and Game dropped albums this year. I don't need to tell you who I sold to. I don't care who did any shenanigans, really, because if it was really like that, my man would have done ten to fifteen thousand also. So, like I was, like I'm saying, with Game 300 bars, he dissed all of G Unit, and if you listen to 300 bars, he also throws some shots at Memphis Bleak, Shouts out Jay Z Says he's not trying to diss him Although we know that's not true Um He barely disses 50 All of his disses Is really about Everyone else in G-Unit Olivia Spider-Lo All of these niggas It's literally about all of them Not even really just 50 And in that aspect Killed it He even I think he even says something about Uh Buck liking uh Uh Might be into some funny shit um, Olivia, that was back when they said Olivia was a man because uh, I don't, they tried to say she had an Adam's apple because she, she had a skinny neck. Pause. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Because uh, she, uh, for real though, like uh, you could like see like uh, this sounds wild, but she just had a skinny neck, okay? Um, so they tried to say she had an Adam's apple. So yeah, yeah that was wild. And the song starts off with three kids giving testimonies on their uh, most recent G-Unit purchasing experiences, and it's fucking hilarious, man. That shit's mad funny, at least to me. Um, Oh, shit. I'm wild disrespectful. Ice Cube No Vaseline isn't on my top ten? What the fuck? Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, my God. What am I doing? I'm sorry, Cam. You got to get out of here. Cameron at number nine, out of here. I'm sorry. Um, a lot of these are moving down. Drake and up, go down. Ice Cube, no Vaseline, is going right. Oh, even Tupac and them up. Ice Cube No Vaseline is going at number 4 Right above Eazy-E Real Motherfucking-G's Because Eazy-E also got dissed on No Vaseline And if you listen to No Vaseline today I I could imagine in 92 how crazy everybody was going 92, 91 when they heard this I could imagine how crazy they were going Because this shit is so wild motherfucking disrespectful And it's all facts too Like it's like yo my nigga yo Y'all think you just gonna fuck me Nah nigga fuck you Which is literally what happened Like, he really got his way out of the deal Forced his way out And Everything he was saying about uh, Jerry Heller And Eazy-E was all facts Like, they was up each other's asses like that For real, they were real butt buddies and shit Um But yeah, Ice Cube No Vaseline is number 4 Alright, let me me give this top 10 Top 11 now Number 11 is Cameron. you gotta love it Number 10, Jadakiss Checkmate. Number 9, Cannabis, Second Round Knockout. Number 8, Nas Ether. 7, Drake back to back. 6, Tupac Hitem Up. 5. eazy E, real motherfucking G's. <clears throat> 4. Ice Cube No Vaseline. 3 two, uh, Jay-Z TakeOver. 2 Game, 300 bars and running. And now, lastly, number one. Like I said, I was going cheap. And I meant it. My number one is 50 Cent, Life's on the Line, slash Piggy Bank. Hey yo, what the fuck? Now, look. You might be wondering, sir, how the fuck are you putting to this song as number one? And it's very easily, very easy, very easy. It's my podcast, and I do what I want. Uh, <laughs> nah, but for real, though, um, it's number one. Both of them are number one because, one, like I said before, Piggy Bank is a great song. And <laughs> he says something. Uh, Khalees said, her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Nah, I just heard that. Tattooed the bitch on his arm. Now look When you watch the milkshake video Because it popped up on Twitter the other day at, Like right after I heard the song too Which is hilarious If you watch the milkshake video Nas is literally in the video Looking at her like what Right after she says The milkshake bringing on the y'all, Right after that it goes to him And I just died laughing Like yo you really did Went and tattooed her on your arm And then got it covered up After y'all got divorced That's next level That's different um, really, that whole shit was way different That shit was wavy um, Shit, and then Life's on the Line There's more bars in uh, Piggy Bank Oh, he said something about uh, Fat Joe leaning back in the club uh, But that shit was a dud Yo, Yeah, he got And this 50's the reason why we care about SoundScan Because um, well, all he did was talk about uh, how much people sold at that time and how he was out selling to everybody bank shit sell buck shit sell game shit sell i'm rich as hell literally so um that's why that's on there and then life's on the line after how to rob as a first single ghetto quran life's on the line coming out is really like hey yo look how to Rob was warning shot. Ayo, hey, I'm coming through. I don't care for fuck who you are. I'm coming to make my name known. Life's on the Line was like, look. One, I got beef with this nigga. This nigga being Ja Rule over here. All you Murder, ink niggas, done off. Murder, I don't believe you. Murder, fuck around and leave you. dead ass. One, two, Jay-Z, Nas, we ain't friends. Y'all think y'all the kings of New York. No you not It's me The bad guy 50 I am the king of New York That's literally what this song is It's literally A motherfucking thesis statement His his motherfucking Opening Closing statement For his motherfucking whole uh, His whole shit His whole shit Like And I don't Yo man Life's on the line It is a great Fucking song Oh my god, I really love that song. All right, it's this in here, here, right here. This is my Fifty Cent bias. All right, this is my Fifty Cent bias because "Life's on the Line" is probably like my favorite Fifty song. If I'm not like counting like uh, "God Gave Me Style" or like things like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I got. It. This is my favorite song. Let me not lie. <laughs> um, is it my favorite disc of all time? No, like I said, Game 300 Bars is my favorite disc. It would be Game 300 Bars, uh, Jay Z Takeover. And then, honestly, just because I think it's hilarious, how, um, how, like, nice Drake is on back to back. Drake back to back is uh, my third my number three um, Real motherfucking G's was my number three. It, it kind of is my number three but Drake back to back is just mad funny to me um, but yeah for this list though 50 cent life's on the line slash piggy bank is number one for sure um it's the best song and the most the funniest diss is as well. And then just real quick, where I, what time am I at? I'm at 52 minutes. Alright, yo. I'm trying to I'm gonna try to wrap this up before an hour. So real quick, just some other diss songs that I wanted to mention. Um push a T. He has a bunch of diss songs that could have made the list. Honorable mentions. Uh, the first three would be all, all of his songs. Um, Don," Exodus 23.1, and Infrared. Um, all them shits I would say is all all great disses or all good songs. Um, Exodus is just bars. Just bars towards Wayne and Birdman. Bars. Infrared is literally professional bait. I've never seen baiting like this in my fucking life. It's he really doesn't say much. It's all coded specifically for Drake, which then Drake takes the takes the bait, drops Duppy Freestyle, which is a great fucking diss. Duppy Freestyle, yo, if you're comparing Duppy Freestyle to Story of Adidon, Duppy Freestyle blows the shit out the water. Way better. 21 dumb. Easy. But the only place where Drake fucked up was bringing up Virginia Williams. Don't say you're gonna put a ring on it like Virginia Williams. Because I, I listen back to it and I'm like, yeah, you know what? If that was my wife and you just gonna name drop her, who the fuck knows who my wife is? She's not famous. She's not in the public eye like that. So this is some real personal information you're giving out? Yeah, no, you're going to bring up my wife's name? Yeah, now I'm going to do Story of Adidon, and I'm going to just expose you. And, like, you know, when I think back on Story of Adidon, I'm like, yo, yeah, he really was just going for shock value. But when you listen back to it, just to really listen to it, he, he's rapping a lot better than, <laughs> than um, you initially think. Better than Duppy Freestyle? No, that's not what I'm saying at all, all right? Don't put words in my mouth. I said he's rapping better than we thought. Um, and all these bars age like fine wine on Story of Adidon. I'm not going to lie. Um, quite literally, because Drake's girl, or baby mom's I should say, cleaned up her instagram um you literally gotta like probably google i don't i don't it's not like i did this um but i'm i'm guessing at this point you can only google search and find out that she was doing all that while uh, all that extra shit beforehand um i mean that's at least how i found out who she was i i googled it at the at story of and i was like oh shit that's who this is? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, she was really doing the shit. Okay, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, story of Adidon. And then, like, just think about all the bars he dropped on it. A lot of it this shock value, but just think about it. He he said you were hiding the child, you're going to be a deadbeat, and forced him into being a good public father figure. What type of shit? how what and the tick 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 I, th- I thought that shit i still think that shit's tough because it's like yo all right man we're at this point where drake you already did two birds one stone you said cuddy you you gotta go off them pills so you can go back to not feeling shit because we really don't give a fuck uh, whatever the fuck you said really it's like, yeah, I feel like it's free game, like free territory to go cross over to, that he could say that. Um, but let's, let's just be clear. The rapping, it's not like superb Pusha T rapping, but it's not bad rapping. It was, but definitely the diss was more for the shock value and the information dropped than just the flows that he was putting into it. It was definitely more just about... Uh, uh shock value and then um shit 57 what, what the, some other ones I really want to just touch upon real quick Tupac or Machiavelli bomb first and against all odds more first off both of them he disses like 10 niggas but on bomb first this nigga really has somebody like yo notorious P.I.G. Jay-Z of Hawaiian Sophie fame or whatever mob Fleet, and nas all these bitch ass niggas and like just went crazy just dissing them but just like hit them up there's the outlaws there to ruin the fucking diss, there to just ruin the fucking day they were great just fucking great (laughs) gucci main truth it's quite literally just facts it literally just all truth facts true real life facts and then the last one, uh, the, yeah, the last one I want to mention is 50 Cent Eminem, Lloyd Banks, and Tony Ayo, Bump Heads. It's now out on the expanded version of the Eminem show, but this used to just be a mixtape song that I used to bump all the time back in 02, 03. and this might be the only diss song not towards Benzino this nigga got, and it's really worthwhile, because it's like, yo, man... You be making all these nice songs. I'm not going to really talk to you crazy like that. Like, me and my daughter, we like you. We dance to your songs, man. Like, don't you see? You do it for the kids, dog. You're not a gangster rapper. Don't do it like that. And then motherfucking Tony Ayo calls these niggas motherfucking rats and Stuart Little and all this shit. This shit's mad funny. That's just my last honorable mention. Shout out Game 200 Bars where he disses um, Joe Budden on that bitch. Um, Young Jeezy Stay Strapped. When I first heard it as a kid, I didn't know it was a Gucci disc, but now as an adult, I'm like, wow, I probably shouldn't uh, be supporting this, but nah, it's a good song still too, but anyways, I'ma stop it right here, y'all gonna see, it's gonna end before motherfucking hour and all that, alright, but that's just what I want to do real quick, the top 10 best diss songs as actual songs, and best diss songs as motherfucking disses, okay, the impact and all of that, Um, I didn't touch upon the impact like that, because if I didn't, it's just because time constraints, you know, I don't want to make this too long for y'all, but we're going to be back in another two weeks me some guests we gonna be back in that motherfucking studio shout out vital shout out forward thinking shout out bpm all my niggas all my people shout out eli adon um julian everybody you know what i'm saying no socials out right now by eli uh we got more heat coming and that's about it y'all most new york motherfucking podcast peace up we out this motherfucker Of clubs, nigga, I'm familiar, hey yo what's the